Hello and welcome to the Musty Creative Podcast. My name is Jesus Nolan and I am your host, joined by my lovely co-host... Jessica Feinstein. No, 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 it's definitely still Michelle. I don't know who this Jessica character just showed up here, but we are here to talk about positive creativity. If this is your first time listening to the Musty Creative Podcast, we thank you and welcome you to the Musty community. Uh, (laughs) Our main reason for saying that we're musty is because we have been working too hard. And a couple of things about the show, we talk about news in the industry, the creative industry. It can be entertainment, it can be technology, it can be any type of those industries. And then we give you our positive opinions. And then we talk about one of our creative projects that we are working on. And you kind of walk with us through this journey. So on today's podcast, we have a, a, a fun article we want to get through. And uh, actually something that is dear and near to Michelle's heart as an indie filmmaker. So uh, Michelle, tell us what we're going to be discussing today. I told you my name's Jessica. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to stick with Michelle. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so I read this article recently about Film Freeway destroying without a box's monopoly. Okay, so what is Film Freeway and without a box? (laughs) (laughs) So for filmmakers, without a box was the first company to create a digital space for um, film festivals to get submissions from filmmakers all over the world. Um, So it was just an easier way to submit your film instead of like mailing in a copy to whatever the film festival was. um, They they would make it to where you can just upload your file and then just do everything like online pretty much. So it made it a lot more convenient for a lot of people. Um, And then Film Freeway is the same thing, but in my opinion, they do it much better than without a box. Okay, so that was a great explanation. So essentially, through the power of the internets, (laughs) without a box revolutionized the film festival submission process. Yes. And so when we say film festival submission process, right? Like that's that's a that's a little little phrase there. Uh, for me, before I met Michelle, I didn't know what this process was all about. Um, like I just realized I for me, I thought, you know, you make a film and then you get it to a studio and then you make it. But Sometimes films that do make it to the theater also go through the film festival circuit, which is essentially a a film festival is a place where you can submit your film for critiquing before you publish it for sale or whatnot. Um, It's also just good for publicity, too, because if you get um, if you get accepted into festivals or you win the festival, then it just looks good on you but it looks good not really to like the the major general film going populate populist but more to like the 
the insider film community, correct? Yeah, unless it's like Sundance Film Festival or something big like that. Yeah, so that's one of the big Pe- ones. Yeah, people, I mean, because I think, I feel like most people have heard of Sundance. Yeah, w- besides so, Sundance, there's another one I think is pretty fam- pretty famous. There's Sundance and... Man, I'm blanking. Okay, well, if you, if you, if you think about it. Because I, I, I did, I have heard of Sundance. Toronto Film Festival? I, I, I'm thinking back to my, there's another one. It had another kind of name like Sundance. It wasn't like linked to a city. Rain Dance? Is that a real film festival? Yeah. No, no. It was, it was something, it, was, it has nothing to do with sun or, or dancing. <laughs> um, but it's another famous one. But it should. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sorry, random tangent. It reminds me of um, the Pokemon move Rain Dance. And if you did it for five moves, and it would increase the attacks of your the the power of your water attacks. Anyways, random thought. Um, yeah. So with this revolutionizing of the film festival submission process, like Michelle said, you don't have to send in a physical DVD copy. You can actually upload it online and then get it submitted. So it it changed things because it allowed more filmmakers to enter into the film festival process. And what, again, uh, the thing that's really important, like Michelle said, is that if you get into a film festival, it increases the popularity of your film, but also increases the popularity of you as a filmmaker. Mm -hmm. In fact, there have been directors who have been found in film festivals that have been then hired to make, you know, big, you know, blockbuster films. Yeah. And so this helps to democratize the film festival process a lot more. But there was an issue, right, with Without a Box. Yeah, so Without a Box had created a patent for their idea, which kept a lot of other, I guess, yeah, competitors, startups, whatever, to um, even try to compete with them because um, later on... I can't remember what year it was, but Amazon bought without a box. I think it was in 2006. Yeah, so they Amazon bought them. I'm sorry, 2008. And so IMDb was backing without a box, and people were really scared because they're a huge company, and if you try to compete, and then they think that you're um, not complying with their patent then they can sue you and pay millions and millions of dollars in legal fees and all that stuff so well let's let's back up a little bit because i just again for the non-filmmakers out there so amazon that bought that sells your books to you and like your food to you and you get amazon prime to Mm -hmm. is this huge company and they have subsidiary companies and back in 2008, they bought Without a Box. So Without a Box was a startup, and then got, it got bought. Mm-hmm. Its exit, it got bought to, um, by Amazon. Now, it got put under IMDb. That a lot of people don't know this. I didn't know this, but Amazon actually bought IMDb. Mm-hmm. So it's like IMDb, it's Amazon, then IMDb, then Without a Box. And that's the level, the hierarchy. Yeah. Yeah, because actually I remember um, I got emailed to do an interview with Amazon as a software developer and they they said would you like to work for the IMDb division and I didn't even know that IMDb that I go to to find out you know imdb.com it's the internet movie database 
to find out about movies, um, I did not know that it was even a subsidiary of Amazon. So that's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they um, they had this patent, which was keeping a lot of people from even trying to start their own version right. of Without a Box. And um, four guys in Can- Canada. <laughs> Canada. <laughs> in, in, in Canada. Um, they... They were researching it, and they realized that the patent was only for the U.S. and yes. that they could all they they could actually try it, and they were actually willing to um, be taken down by Amazon. But they just felt the their passion to like create a better system because a lot of filmmakers were having issues with um, without a box, including myself. Yeah, talk talk about the personal, like, because this, this article means a lot to you because it actually touched you personally. Yeah, well, it affected me because, like, I just remember submitting, when I first started film school, I was submitting my films to Without a Box because I, I had no idea Film Freeway existed at the time. Mm-hmm. And so I was... Um, I remember those days. Yeah, so I was submitting my stuff and... It would I would okay I was I submitted like a five minute film and it took over two hours to upload. Oh wow! And it was so annoying and complicated and I felt like the um, the interface was just hard to navigate and it felt really I don't know it just felt old and like they weren't trying really. Yeah. <laughs> So it made it more frustrating for me because I'm like, okay, this is supposed to be the easier way to do this. But at the same time, it just felt harder. Well, I mean, it's so, it probably not harder than a, than a DVD mm-hmm. mailing. But, yeah, definitely harder than, like, uploading a video to YouTube. I mean, it was more <laughs> frustrating because, like, at least you have control over how fast you can put the DVD in the mailbox. That's true. That is a good point. Yeah. And then, like, there were issues. There was a lot of issues with it. Like, the pages would break, and it was just bad for me personally. So then when Film Freeway came along, it was super easy. And um, the way that they created the website and the way that they used, they, like, integrated Vimeo into their um, viewing their screening section. Oh, really? Okay. So it made it super easy because you just when, when upload. you say integrated, what do you mean? Well, they they gave you the option to upload your film to Vimeo, and then other um, whenever film festivals would screen your film to see if they wanted to select it or not, they just watch the Vimeo link instead of. Oh. So it, it just that's pretty smart. Yeah. So it just made it a lot easier. Because Vimeo's already, like, on top of, like, uploading and all yeah. that stuff. So right. they, they already knew what they are doing. Well, okay. I, that's one thing I just want to, again, for those who don't know, besides YouTube.com, <laughs> there is another place to go watch videos for free online. Mm-hmm. And it's called Vimeo.com. It's it's not as big in, in popularity it, as yeah. it used to be. But it's a place if you want to go see, you know, indie films or films in general. Mm-hmm. Um, more high quality videos are on Vimeo than yeah. on, than um, it's not about the ad revenue mm-hmm. and the clicks per se. It's more about the art. 
Yes, but it is still business. Yes. But, okay, so what's interesting then is, like, you know, the title of this article is called Film Freeway Defeated Amazon's Without a Box Monopoly and Film Festival Submissions Will Never Be the Same. This is written by Chris O'Fault at IndieWire.com. So good job, Chris. Um, So what's really great about this story is that for our own creative projects, we could always think of, wow, well, I have this idea, but, you know, Microsoft is already doing this with, you know, uh, with Outlook, or Google's already doing this with Google Drive, or Dropbox is already doing this, or Amazon's already doing this, or Walmart's already doing this. But what's powerful about the story here in Film Freeway um, is that these these guys came together, formed a company, and took a risk, and were able to actually, you know, in the article it talks about how they were able to take away half of Without a Box's customer base well, when they got started, and then after a while, um, as we as the title of the article, you know, tells, you know, Amazon most likely looked at its money that it was spending to keep Without a Box going. And said, hey, this is actually like a loss for us and we don't want to continue mm-hmm. competing against Film Freeway. Um, and they just said, hey, we're just we're going to shut this down after a while. So a- as a creative, it also is an inspiring story because it, it gives you no excuse to go out and start your creative project. And if you have a really great product, you have a great customer experience, and you actually do what you say and you provide real value, I mean, you're going to find customers in some way. Yeah. Yeah. And I know um, just for me personally, um, Film Freeway has been the only way that my films have been accepted into a lot of different festivals across the globe. That's powerful. Um, Yeah. So it's it's actually it's making a difference in my life because I know that if like I've submitted just as much to Without a Box as I have to Film Freeway, and I've never been accepted into any festivals through Without a Box. So just the way that it's creating a new space for um, the smaller filmmakers to be heard is really cool. Yeah, and it's from the smaller filmmakers of today <laughs> that will become the huge filmmakers of tomorrow. That's, that's what I'm hoping for for you, Michelle. Well, I am too. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Um, I think the rest of this article, if you want to check it out, we'll put a link in the show notes. It's from IndieWire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I really I really enjoy this story, kind of just like a, a David versus Goliath kind of story. Yeah. Which was really, really nice to see, even in 2018, with big business, um, Amazon's huge. It's like one of the top, you know, money-grossing companies in the world, and its CEO is like the richest man in the world. So, for Amazon to get defeated in this sector, that's pretty crazy. Now, you never know. Like maybe Jeff Bezos hears about this, and he gets super competitive, and he says, "No, we will not lose." <laughs> you know, it's funny actually. As a developer, I can speak to something like this. Is that Film Freeway most likely is built on the Amazon Web Services? Um, <laughs> That's which, ironic, right? Which, which, so Amazon Web Services is a division of Amazon that provides infrastructure for making like cloud-based applications, so websites, 
web applications, even Netflix. Um, Netflix's own servers are using Amazon Web Services mm -hmm. to serve up videos and stream them all across the world. And the thing is about AWS is that a lot of startups use them. And so it'd be, it'd be kind of ironic to see if without a box and Film Freeway were actually both using Amazon Web Services, but one used them a lot better mm -hmm. <laughs> than the other. And uh, one got shut down <laughs> and one was able to, to rise in success. Mm-hmm. Kind of funny. Yeah. Ironic and funny. Okay, well, um, let's transition to, like I said last week, I, I promised our, our listeners that uh, we would update them on, on some of the projects we've been working on, at least one of our projects that we've been working on. So, uh, well, I'll let Michelle go ahead and let's, <laughs> we'll talk about Lipin um, for a second. And yeah. So, <laughs> um, I thought you were going to talk about this. No, I will, I will, but yeah, I'll let you lead the conversation. Oh, goodness. Okay, so um, for Lip Pen, yes. we <laughs> have been um, working out, we've been having issues with it because... Um, yeah, just being able to, like, get your brainstorms and your data. Yeah, because things have been changing in the code world, right? The code world, <laughs> yeah. That's my technical term. Nice, nice, The nice. code world has been changing, so we've been trying to keep up with the code and updating our site because things are breaking and yeah. it's causing issues for some users. Yeah, and I, I just want to say I apologize really sucks because I know there's people out there using the pen and um, sorry it's, the solution's been taking so long um, I, at some point I hope to be able to work full-time on lip pen I think like all creatives we would love to work full-time on our projects and like it that's just really it like I have I have my regular job I have a family I'm doing this podcast um, and I'm also working on other creative projects, working with startups, and you know, so I, you know, as far as time is concerned, um, there's only so much time I have in the day. But uh, what I wanted to get into is there have been updates. Um, so we're, like I said, we were using the Google Cloud Platform to serve up LipPen, and so we're transitioning to um, using the Firebase uh, database uh, service that Google provides. And we're very slowly moving towards that. And so we've been able to do uh, a transition where now you can create and read brainstorms completely off of the Fire, uh, Google Firebase database and not using what uh, the Google Cloud Data Store database. So uh, that sounds super technical. Because um, it is. It, yeah, it, it is a little technical. I, um, again, if, if you guys want to hear more of the technicalities, I could go on for hours about what's going on. But essentially, we're in this process. So a couple weeks ago, we talked about Michelle's film. She's in here and her process of getting organized. Um, so with LipPen, we have done that as well. And so we know exactly you know, everything that we're working on. Um, I've actually grouped it up into, an, into a project and then wrote down every little task that needs to get done before we can say we're complete. So we essentially had, we went 20 tasks in. And we had 10 of those done. And so the first 10 were just dealing with saving brainstorms 
um, that's like, or, or saving ideas, saving ideas, be able to retrieve those ideas, and then be able to list those ideas um, in the HUD interface so that people can, you know, search for them, click on them, and, and things like that. So all that's working all again. We have our, our feature that you have a unique um, URL for each idea that you can share with other people. So that is all in. So what's left to do is just 10 more tasks, and I'm already working on the first one. And um, essentially these tasks are just to get stuff back in. So um, getting images back in and making sure that um, we have our collaboration working once again and make, uh, so that you can work on ideas with other people in the world at the same time, like Google Drive. So we're getting close to that, and when it's done, we will have a big announcement, and you'll be able to log in and use the newest code update for LipPen. So that's just, that's, that's just an update on LipPen. From the code world. From the code world, yes. I actually kind of want to hear more of the terms you have <laughs> besides code world. That was kind of funny. It goes very deep, my friend. It goes very deep. Okay, very cool. All right, so um, this has been another episode of the Musty Creative Podcast. We're super excited um, to see what's going down the road. Um, this coming uh, winter, there's a lot of great films coming up that we want to talk about. Um, there's one in particular that Michelle is looking forward to seeing. And also, when it comes to our creative projects, um, as we finish more of them and get updates to them, we'll have more updates ready for you. We're also looking and, and interested to see what more value we can provide to you as musties as you are on your journey to the creative project that you are developing and finishing, hopefully, as well. So we just want to remind you to keep going, uh, musties. Remember, you're musty because you've been working too hard on your on your projects. And so don't give up. Uh, don't lose hope. And if you're failing, that's a good thing because then, you, as long as you learn from failing and don't give up, you won't lose the game. So uh, to our musties out there, uh, continue to listen. Share the podcast. Give us feedback to see, to let us know what you want to listen to, what you liked, what you didn't like. You can find us at anchor.fm slash musty on Twitter at musty creative. And um, this has been Jesus and Jessica Rabbit. Nope, nope. This is Michelle. Okay. That might be trademark. <laughs> Anyways, um, and so we want to just say thank you for listening. We appreciate you. And now that we've worked really hard, we're going to go and take some showers. <laughs>